the sports editor would like to say a big welcome to, to Gary Kirsten, and he's going to share some thoughts on his, his cricket career and what he's been doing at the moment. So, welcome, Gary. It's good to have you here with the sports editor. Yes, thank you for having me. Gary, just quickly chat about, about your cricket at the moment. You seem to be quite busy. Um, give us a bit of a scoop uh, what you're currently involved in. You've been around the world a bit with all your, your academies, and how's it going? Yeah, it's going nicely. I mean, we we are we busy in a, a lot of different places. I'm also doing a bit of team coaching myself. So this year has been a, a, a particularly busy one for uh, my cricket business, um, the foundation as well, and um, and obviously the, the kind of uh, individual coaching work that I do. So um, yeah, as fun. I was in IPL in, in April, April and May, which was always a great experience. Um, I've just signed up for the Mazanzi League here, which is going to be good November, December. Involved in the 100-ball competition, which is a new one in the UK next year. So there's been a bit of work around that. Yeah, and then we've got cricket, our, our cricket business. we based um, not only in Cape Town, but also um, in India. And we, we're kind of exploring places around the world, yeah. So it keeps, keeps, me, keeps me moving. Yeah, it's brilliant. You, you spoke about the, the Super League, it's on the Super League, and it's obviously starting quite soon. Do you have a need? How are the prospects looking for the tournament? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's always early days, and you know, you, nev- you never really know in T20 cricket. Um, the draft was a good process, I enjoyed that because it allowed, allows one to. Um, really understand how to put a team together, you know, so I enjoyed that process and uh, God, you just hope that you've got the kind of players that can win you games of cricket, I suppose. So you, you've turned a lot of your attention to 2020 cricket, could you give us a bit more thought as to, as to why it's a plan behind um, that? Yeah, I think, you know, I did five years of international coaching and, uh, you know, just, you, you, you can't um, balance out um, work and family, I mean, it's impossible, it's, you just too much time away from home. Um, 2012, when I was with the South African team, I had 240 days away from home, you know, and it's just not, it's not sustainable to operate like that. And you know, my kids are young still, so, so yeah, I made the decision rather 2020 because it's the tournaments are shorter um, and you can kind of eat in and out more. Yeah, that is true. Do you feel it's it's a way forward for school cricket generally, schoolboy cricket? Yes, I do. I think it's a great format to keep the interest in, in the game. I mean, I think we're dealing with, uh, um, you know, 13, 14-year-old kids are making a decision whether to continue to play cricket or not when they go into high school, but you're asking them to play a full day. And I think a lot of kids are, are turned away from that. You know, they say, well, you know, I'm playing in under 14 Cs. I don't want to be playing a full day. You know, so I think a lot of the schools now... Um, certainly the lower teams, they are introducing more 2020 cricket mm. and I think it's a great thing. We've got to keep people interested in the game and, and wanting to play. Yeah. You know, I think the A teams and the, the more talented kids can maybe play a little bit of everything. They can play some 2020, some 50 over and some red ball. But I mean, 2020 is becoming so relevant in the world now. There are now 20 professional leagues in the world, <laughs> you know. So, you know, it's it's moving at a or revolutionising at a rapid rate. So, um, you know, we wanted to prepare players also to be ready, uh, T20 ready, you know, because many of them are going to pan out a living in the, in the leagues. Yeah, true. Chat a bit about your, your coaching career. I mean, you've coached greats, like Sassington, Lorca, Jacques Callas. How does one approach that and 
get their respect, if I can call it that. I mean, they've played at the world-class players. How do you bring the best out of those guys? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the essence of coaching in, in many ways because often the best players require um, the most attention, you know, and everyone thinks, oh, well, the coach, you just, you, you know, you're working technically with a player. Well, at that level, that's probably the last thing you're working with, you know. It's a man management exercise. As players get older, they be, their demands are more. Um, they generally get married, most of them, and they have kids, and so they need more time off. And uh, so it's a man management exercise. And I think at the end of the day, you want to create environments for those guys that they can really, um, you know, perform at their optimum, even though they've got lots of different things on the go. No, that's true. So you, would you, you know, you spend a bit of time coaching with Paddy Apton and bringing the best out of each individual. That's something that you feel strongly with and you feel that's probably the best approach that a, let's say, a school coach should look at. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think every environment demands a different uh, coaching kind of methodology. I think, um, I think coaching philosophy won't, won't change so much. Um, your value system is your value system and, you know, how you want to lead people, I think won't change, you know, usually. But I think coaching methodology will. I mean, you know, coaching a, you know, a under 15 B team and coaching a professional team, it requires very different coaching skills. Yeah. And, you know, you know, if you're a, you know, I'm a high level coach, you know, could I coach an under 15 B team? Well, I would need to understand what are the requirements um, to be able to add value to, you know, a younger group of players. That is true, very true. Gary, you started off with the, the Gary Kirsten Foundation. Tell us a bit more about that. How did it all begin and what's the thinking behind that? Yeah, it was about five years ago. I went to look at um, sports facilities in Kailicha. Um, I went to eight schools. There are 54 in Kailicha, but uh, I went to eight. Um, and I didn't see one sports facility and there were no sports programs running. Each school has got about a thousand kids in it. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, 50, over 50,000 kids uh, without access to sport. And because the priority is not sport, you know, the teachers are not there to um, coach sport, you know, after school hours. Mm. So, yeah, it just kind of got me going a little bit and I just thought, you know, at least uh, we can make a small dent. Um, and I think the, the vision was to create a cricket school of excellence you know, to, yeah. to to bring excellence into the townships because we always take the excellent players and we place them into the elite schools mm. but we, you know, our view was um, there, there are many that get missed from that you know because yes. there are only you know a handful of scholarships at each school mm. so yeah we're hoping that we can um, create this centre of excellence. We've got the funding, we're about to start building an artificial surface at Kosani School and we're building an indoor centre and we're placing some uh, fairly qualified coaches in there and the intention is to build a cricket school of excellence. Oh, that's great, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. Talking a bit about your academies, you've got one based here in Cape Town and you've got a few around the world, am I correct in saying that? Could you tell us a bit more about them? Yeah, I mean, we've got, uh, we've obviously involved here in Cape Town. Um, we're about to do a um, arrangement with Ronald Walsh Boys High School where they're building an indoor centre, so we're going to actually, that's going to be our home. Um, 
and we're going to do a rental arrangement with them. And then um, we've got a, we've got an academy in India, Pune, and we've got the South African guy there who's working full time. Um, and then outside of that, we are we we get invited to do a lot of clinics and camps around the world. So we always make ourselves available for that. We just finished one in the Netherlands. Um, we're about to putting together a proposal to do one in the States. We're actually going to go there for more than a week, about two weeks. Um, and we try to build a T20 schools league there with them. So, yeah, lots on the go. Um, all exciting stuff. So, we, yeah, we just kind of tag along. No, that's great. Gary, how can one find out more about the academy and get information about it? Where, where does one go? Oh, the best is to go to our website, you know. It's, uh, um, GaryKirsten.com. Um, all the information about what we're doing is is on that. Um, you find our foundation pages on there as well. Oh, great, Gary. One thing and I'm going to end with this that I feel is quite important: um, participation versus performance. Mm. Um, which one do you feel is more important, and why? I think a bit of both. You know, um, you know, I think the, the, the priority sometimes gets a bit skewed at. Uh, some of the elite schools that value performance over participation. I, I don't, I don't uh, disagree that um, that they want to strive to to be a great cricket school or a great sports school. I don't have an issue with that. But I think um, we need to take into account the, the the children themselves, the kids themselves. You know, are they fully developed and, and, and ready for the rigors of the stress of performance? Because mm. there's always a stress. You know, there's there's always a, a um, there's this scoring around performance, whether it's winning or losing. Um, and uh, sometimes I think 16, 15, 16, 17 year olds aren't necessarily ready for it. Yeah. yeah. But we live in an age where we're demanding a lot of performance, and you know, a lot of these professional these schools have become professionalised. I mean, it's you know, they're putting proper programs. And again, you know, I think we just, I think the schools themselves just need to be mindful of the fact that uh, your number one priority is to develop talent mm. and to holistically develop, you know, you know, boys and as many as you can. Yes. Yeah. Not just the elite few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think some of the schools, what they do is they pick up those talent and then your 11 cricket boys and your 15 rugby boys. Then, then it's a great school for them because they get massive attention. Yeah, but the kind of other guys don't. You know? yeah. Do you feel that's where the, the 2020 format of the game is so helpful because it gets it's exciting, gets everyone involved. You know, it just brings the game a bit more to life. Do you feel that's why 2020 cricket is going to grow? Well, is, yeah. yeah. Number one, that sport sport plays a very important role for every kid. Mm. You know, so they must be playing sport. Mm. In my view, um, I think you learn so much from it and. You know, for a kid to say, so, well, I'm not good enough to play cricket, so I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't, I don't get that. I'd, I'd rather they be playing the game because it is, you can learn so much from it. You know. Gary, from the sports editor, appreciate your time. and We know you're a busy man, so thank you very much for taking time to chat to us. Much appreciated. Cool. Thank you, Gary. No worries.